The Spurs offseason is here. Let's look at a few storylines. You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs. We're here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Yeah, offseason is here. It is officially the offseason for your silver and black. There's going to be plenty of storylines. We all know the big one, the draft lottery. That is a big storyline. But we're going to try to get into the obvious. We're going to look into the, uh, the fine print, if you will. What are some key things that perhaps are getting overlooked when it comes to the Spurs, whether it be roster construction, who will be back, who won't be back? What about one of their uh, bigger free agents? We're going to be talking about that and a lot more right here on Locked On Spurs. Thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you can podcast. Hey, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Locked On NBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Yeah, use that code. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's going to bring him on. He is our guest. He is back, everybody, after a very busy week for Mr. Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Ken's 5 uh, TV Sports Desk. Vinny, welcome back. Good to be back, my good friend. I hope you had a very happy, blessed Easter. I did, I did. By the way, did you survive your uh, your 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 gauntlet week? Uh, when I everybody, I had texted Vinny. I wanted Vinny on last week, but he <laughs> Vinny just texted me right back saying, "Look, I'm going to be honest with you, Jeff. Ain't going to happen this week. I'm I'm slammed. Are you okay? You survived, Vinny. I did. Took a took a trip down south to to Edinburgh, uh, working on a big story on the the future of UTRGV Athletics with the launch of. Uh, their coming football program in 2025. So I had a few days in the midweek or way down south, but uh, back from that good experience and then everything else that uh, piles on top of that. So we start fresh today. That we do. Make sure to follow Vinny on Twitter at V Vincetta. Make sure you do that right now. And we'll, he'll talk about more about what he has cooking outside of the silver and black, or maybe about the silver and black as the off season is here. Vinny, it's it's time to uh, wait out this very long offseason Spurs, not in the playoffs once again. Who is it, what, five years, five, six years in a row now for them? But perhaps something in counting, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But perhaps uh, that, uh, you know, drought, it could begin the ending of that drought with the draft lottery, the NBA draft itself. But, of course, those are the obvious you know, storylines. But that's, we're going to dig into that. Now, Vinny, I tasked you to give our listeners – Two of your biggest, uh, you know, storylines now that the Spurs offseason here. Why don't you kick us off? What is your number one? What is the roster going to look like uh, before we play uh, next season? I, I mean, uh, there are a lot of guys here, I think, um, that won't be here down the road. Um, a, a microcosm, a, a snapshot of that is is Pop uh, in postgame after the mm-hmm. uh, regular season finale against the Mavs. Uh, saying that uh, there are a lot of guys just trying to survive and, and, and figure it out and learn how to play in the NBA and carve out careers. And, you know, you have examples like uh, Julian Champagny and, and, and Mamu. And mm-hmm. Champagny I'm particularly impressed with. Now, I know it was essentially meaningless basketball with what the mission was and where they were in the standings. But, uh, you know, they, they've had so many guys um, sitting for, for quotations injuries uh, the last several games. I mean, you had <laughs> – you had uh, players like Keldon, Sohan, Vassell, Zach, Graham, Romeo, all missing that regular season finale uh, as we finished out what the mission was this season. But that's given 
other people again opportunities. So a lot of question marks. I mean, obviously we know, you know, that uh, people like uh, like uh, Kelvin Johnson and Jeremy Sohan and Devin Bissell uh, will be back, but uh, just just curious about who will be here and who will not um, be here uh, next season. And then my my second uh, big off season story is is what will the business model be as as they work their way through this? Obviously, you know they're hopeful to land uh, one of those top three draft picks, if not the number one overall. I guess we have an impending coin flip coming between <laughs> yep. the Spurs and Rockets uh, to who may fall into that uh, two spot or who, who would have the best opportunity, I guess I should say, to have the, the two. But, you know, via the draft and free agency, um, how's it going to how's it going to play out for them uh, this summer? I mean, it's been a very disappointing season, Jeff, but it's exciting to be curious about uh, how they're going to work their way through uh, what's going to happen before we tip next year. Yeah, one of your um, you know, storylines in the roster construction, I want to hit on that in, in the next segment with somebody I think uh, Spurs fans should keep an eye on. But you're right, this this roster is going to look different. And you know what better way to motivate those fringe players than what Pop was saying uh, right before the close of the season? We're looking at you guys, who's going to stick around, who's playing for our contract. And you saw Champagne just shoot lights out. You saw Mamu just really open eyes for what he can do, a passing big like him, who scored the ball. Still young, fits in that timeline the Spurs are, are looking at as far as the youth movement. It's those fringe players. And I would not be surprised, Vinny, we see some of these guys wearing an Austin jersey or and a San Antonio jersey season next year. Uh, you know, definitely got to keep those guys in mind. Champagne, though, he's the one that really intrigues me. This this kid can shoot. I mean, he he can shoot and he has a motor and he's hungry. I think. If any of these guys that can make some noise would be him, that's not a knock on Mamu. Well, now again, we're talking, I'm talking about the fringe players now, but I think considering what the NBA is today, Champagne fits that model up and down, go downhill, shoot the three ball, shoot the long ball, make it count. And that's it. I mean, he fits the current NBA, uh, you know, era of any of your thoughts. I love everything you just said uh, about Julian and, and, and watching the last couple of regular season games between the Austin stops and, and, and at Dallas on Easter Sunday, I was like, when is the guy going to miss a three? This is amazing. And, and I I can only assume his mindset is uh, I'd love to get a contract with the San Antonio Spurs moving forward, but I'm, I'm also playing for my career life. So whoever loves what I'm doing, sign me. If it's the Spurs, wonderful. Uh, if it's somebody else, like a number of other guys, they're playing for their NBA livelihoods and their futures. And I think Pop was impressed by that. And I think we all were impressed by that. They just they just went. I mean, I, I will say that Pop said in postgame after the regular season finale that, that he loved the way everybody played and it was a really good outing. And I thought, well, wait a minute, didn't they just surrender 151 points? <laughs> um, well, I guess yeah. the next to last game. Uh, to the Minnesota Timberwolves, but uh, again, that's part of the season that we've worked our way through, so it is what it is. Defense, and Popovich definitely stressed defense uh, to close out the season, saying they need to learn, they being their young kids, how to play defense. And he's right, you know, 151 points to one team. I mean, the Spurs are just putting, letting teams just waltz to the basket. You had Minnesota just make every shot from the perimeter in that game in Austin, that second game. So defense is going to be key. So Champagne has mentioned, you know, defense has to be part of his building blocks heading into next season. Mamu's interesting, though, because it's not that I don't like the kid. I think there's a lot of promise there. 
but they're, they're it's shaping up to be a logjam at at the bigs department for the Spurs. Vinny, you have Mamu, Zach Collins, forget Bassey still around. You have Barlow, and you might have a guy named Wimby on the roster. I think if it goes that route, Mamu might be the the big the the real no pun intended the big man out in this situation. It's a crowded room, and yeah. potentially more crowded. I completely uh, agree with that. I'm 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 a big fan of of uh, of Zach. Uh, he he continues to 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 look hungry, and he just he plays hard. Um, I I wasn't uh, thrilled with him saying that uh, Austin was maybe cooler than San Antonio. Oh yeah, but, that was a bad move there, Zach. But make sure just put the car in the garage, Zach, and you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. That there will be an, an odd big man out. You make a great point. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know that could be Barlow. I mean, he def- he's very raw. He'll likely be in Austin or just in the G League in general. If the Spurs don't retain him, Mamu definitely can see him playing in the G League if the Spurs want to keep him around. We're talking with Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Ken's Five TV. He holds it down on the sports desk. We're talking about your Spurs as they uh, kick off their off season. Uh, what your second point though? That's interesting. You know the I think believe you say was that my correct? You said like the business approach, like how they're going to approach next season. Yeah, what what will the business yeah. model look like? Yeah, depending the, on yeah. Uh, depending on which top pick they land and and, and right. what the summer and, and free agency um yeah. we'll, we'll look at. Um, I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. They have some cash to work with this summer. <laughs> A lot of cash. Yeah, A lot of cash. So and it, that is cool because if they do net Wimby, uh, forget about it. It's done. It's a wrap. You know, TV. Money's going to be coming in. Ticket sales going to go through the roof. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a huge windfall for them. But also, too, you know, their business model. We know that this is the first time that they blatantly about expanding their region. So how much more are we going to see next season in that department? They're all about Austin. They love Austin. They made no bones about it. Austin is like their second home. They said it. The players said it. But are they going to look elsewhere? Are they going to be looking at perhaps a game in Laredo, Texas? The last, technically now last season, the Austin Spurs played a game in Laredo, Texas, because Laredo has a basketball arena that can accommodate a, a basketball game. So will they take, will that be the next thing they ask for to a Bear County Commissioner's Court of any? Hey, we're going to split these two games now. We have a pair, we're going to have a pair of games over here. And then maybe we'll split it. One in Austin, one in Laredo. It's going to be interesting how they do that because if they want to expand their region and get it going and crank up those dollars, you know, they, they may have to spread it out. Uh, we are talking about the Spurs offseason. When we get back, uh, we're going to dive into more storylines, a couple that I uh, picked out. And then uh, we're going to look at what do we learn about the Spurs to close the season right here on Lockdown Spurs. But before we do all of that, well, I got to talk to you about our one of our sponsors here, and it's called Game Time, as well as to get your last minute tickets. So, if you're you don't want to, you just don't want to make plans. You know, you're like, hey, look, look, I've been planning in months for this game, and I don't want to, you know, sit there waiting till the last minute. Well, Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Game Time guarantees you'll. Always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you up to 110% of the difference. Lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, 
you get images of seat views, flash deals, as mentioned, last minute tickets. Yeah, they got it all at game time. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat, as I mentioned. You can buy in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. You don't have to worry about digging through your email. Snag the tickets you want without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKDOWNMBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWNMBA for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And I also want to talk to you about our newest sponsor right here on Locked On Spurs. It is Mudslingers Drive Through Coffee. Look, if you need a quick pick me up, you stayed up late last night, go to Mudslingers Drive Through Coffee right now. Locally owned, independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our community. They do it fast and friendly so you can get on with your day. They got lattes, cold brew, Red Bull infused lightning boat, friendly staff. They have the drinks for every taste. Wide selection of dairy alternatives as well, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for those who just want to take it easy. So swing by Muslinger's drive through Coffee today for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix. Located in San Antonio at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 to 1604. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Life is too short for bland coffee. Once again, Muslinger's drive through Coffee. It's going to bring him back. He is Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Ken's 5 San Antonio. Uh, it also hurt the only man that can take down Thanos by himself. Good job, Vinny. Good job. Hey. The, who needs the Avengers when they got Vinny Vincetta? Spread, spread that rumor. I like it. Let's build my brand. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at Vincetta, V-V-I-N-Z-E-T-T-A. Do it right now. By the way, I saw video of you uh, having some fun with some kids. Uh, what was that? Like Vinny, Vinny's words or something like that? What was that? Well, that was down at uh, our uh, UTRGV uh, talking to uh, some of some of the students on campus about the uh, about the, uh, the the coming football program in 2025, and uh, just kind of caught some uh, ladies off guard with some uh, quick uh, hitting Vin dog humor there. And, Vin dog uh, humor. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get yourself a uh, like a t shirt or like a mock jersey that says Vin dog. Or the, cool. the, the the one I'm hoping to to someday get out there is uh, Vinny V. He puts the V in TV. I'm still working on that. Oh, that is a good one. That's the one yeah. I'm really attacking. Yeah, and wear it when you're on when you're on live. Just wear it. <laughs> Just see what happens. We're talking about San Antonio Spurs offseason storylines right here on Locked On Spurs. So, Vinny gave you a couple, but I just want to trail off one more that he brought up before I get into mine. That business model. You know, you know, the, I think a lot of fans just think that, oh, new player coming in, if they get top three pick or worst case scenario, a top seven pick, hopefully that doesn't happen. But nevertheless, the Spurs financially off the court are also going to see an impact on that. And I think that's something they got to monitor this upcoming offseason, Vinny. Let's just say they do get Wimby or Scoot or whoever, a top three pick. They got to be ready for for the demand. And I think that'll help boost the that region talk that they want because imagine when be playing in san antonio you can't tell me people from the surrounding areas are going to flock to the at&t to catch him what people don't understand or, or maybe they do but i'll just point out uh a lot of the courtside money uh jeff it does come uh from the austin area so uh there's already a large brand and large following but you make a great point. This would only excite it times 10. I, I mean, uh, yeah, they'd have no problem packing that AT&T center and having a, having a uh, kind of a wait list. I mean, if they get back to what they mm-hmm. once, 
and Sean Elliott said the other night that it's coming. It's it's close. Uh, they'll have no problem creating full excitement uh, for what they once were. Absolutely. Hopefully that does come soon because last season at the AT&T, you, sometimes you could hear a pin drop. It was uh, pretty quiet <laughs> in there, but nevertheless, yeah, it was it was interesting. But, you know, let's get into a couple of mine that I have, and I want to get your thoughts on this. The first one is the future of Trey Jones. He is a free agent. He ended the season strong, but was it a pair of triple doubles? Really was an anchoring force for the Spurs. Now, you, know, you mentioned Vinny. Yes, it, there were throwaway games. But nevertheless, he did show up and not bad for a second round pick. However, as mentioned, he's a free agent. Do the Spurs give him a little bit of cash? They can afford it. Should they maybe save that cash for a bigger name free agent, depending on how the draft goes? I suspect they're going to want Trey Jones back, but I think they'll probably wait till after the draft, draft lottery. Vinny, your thoughts? Well, I was going to save this for the uh, what did we learn uh, yeah. segment, but I'm going to go with it now. Um, I have been on the uh, Trey Jones bandwagon most of this year, Jeff, in the standpoint of I believe without question he is the most improved spur. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the leaps and bounds that he has made, if you look back at the beginning of this year, um, he didn't look ready. <laughs> um, hey. he, looks, yeah. he looks ready. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't recall which Austin game it was. I guess it was the Saturday game, maybe against the the T Wolves. But he had a triple double. I, I think I put on Twitter, lost in this terrible game and and this terrible scores. The fact that he's got a triple double, uh, love Trey Jones. I would love to see him stay. Uh, is he a terrific, steady perimeter shooter? He is not, um, but he's also a floor general, and that's maybe not required of him. His job as a point guard is to set the offense and find those professional scores like a, a Keldon Johnson and a Devin Vassell. So really like where Trey Jones has come. Uh, I, I like the way uh, I say he's not a great perimeter shooter, which he's not. I like the way he can attack the basket. He's just shown aggressiveness and growth, and I would love to see him stay. I would love to see him stay, but if they bring in a guy named Scoot, you know that's going to cause problems. Good problems to have. You're the Spurs. <laughs> But problems for Trey Jones if it's he's relegated to a backup position after being a starter for most of the season. You know, minutes are going to be cut. You know, what does that mean for a guy like Malachi Branham? You know, the list goes on, on if they do get a guy named Scoot Henderson. So the, it's something to watch for. I, I think if the Spurs keep him around, they definitely give him a pay raise. He's earned that considering how he played, just how much they, they want to dip into that. So that's somebody I'm going to be. That's somebody I'm going to be watching this offseason, that storyline, what are they going to do with that, him as a free agent? I think he fits what they're looking for. He has that corporate knowledge now. He's part of this budding young core that they're trying to get going. He's a part of that. He understands where they like the ball, you know, the the chemistry, whatnot, just how much more switching the pieces can you do before you have to let these kids stay together, not for one season, not for two seasons, but like three seasons or more. To see what they can do as a unit. Another uh, off-season storyline I have down in my book is the the fact that it looks like all signs are pointing to Popovich will be back. Now, he didn't flat out say it, but nor did he say that he's also retiring. But if you read between the lines, he's talking about already getting prepared for next season. Now, obviously, Finney, he can be saying that as a, maybe in a new position if he does retire, consultant, but... He's been on record to say he loves the money that the NBA Spurs give him. He loves huh. traveling. He loves, you know, going on walks in New York City. He loves seeing these kids develop. All signs are pointing he'll be back. But I guess the big question is, 
When do you think the team needs to start thinking about rebuilding on the coaching side versus the play the player side? And Popovich is a big part of that coaching side. We all know he's going to retire when he's ready. But I think that's something the Spurs need to start really beefing up are, are plans for life without Popovich. Your thoughts, Vinny? I think that uh, he's earned the right to, to to walk out of the door whenever he wants. But I believe, uh, as you just uh, have stated, that a conversation has to happen and everybody has to understand when his last contract is. Um, you know, when does he want to hang him up? So there is an exit plan for him and a plan moving forward. But, you know, he's a guy who's earned the right to say uh, when he's had enough. Uh, I don't think anybody points him in that direction. Uh, he lets them know when when he's ready but it just sure feels like man he's having a good time and mm -hmm. I, i'm not i'm not trying to say that uh he you know what is he 74 years old now i'm not mm -hmm. trying to say that stay until uh the clock expires on game whatever in the nba finals and he brings another title here i'm not saying that i mean i go back to last year at media day when he said you know basically i'm here to kind of you know nobody should bank on us to win the title this year right. and i'll kind of hold Thing together and 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 get these kids up to speed until I hand it off. He did say that, so I'm I'm. It, it feels like a couple of more at his age, um, but he's going to let them know. Is kind of the impression I get. Um, nobody's going to, you know, I, I don't I don't even believe the Holtz are going to say it's time. I think Pop will let the Holtz know when it's time. Yeah, exactly. And it, I guess what so what is seventy four? Seventy four is the new fifty four. Is that where we're, the the game we're playing here? Because he looks like he's still chugging along, uh, you know, no slow slowing down. You know, he didn't miss a few games this year, uh, you know, due to medical reasons, but you know, nothing really egregious. Like you remember when Phil Jackson was coaching and he had those back issues, but of course Phil Jackson was, you know, freaking Eiffel tower size. You know, he's just a tall guy, but, yep, yep. but nevertheless, you know, nothing like up to that extreme, uh, you know, still happy, go lucky. And, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised next season at the mixed media day for him to say, hey, still don't bet on us to win the title, even if they have Wimby or Scoot or a top three pick, because this still is part of the transition. But I think that's a conversation they really have to start cranking up with him. Like, we need to be ready so they can start looking at the next. And those are going to be some big shoes to fill, whoever Thank takes you. that over. Yeah. Can I say one thing about that? He's. He's not a guy that wants to roll in, at least I don't think, and be a studio analyst. That doesn't interest him. You know, life in right, television. Right, yeah. he, he, he's a coach. I mean, you know, a lot of them can walk away with some years left and, and get comfortable in the, whether it be the broadcast booth of the studio. I, I've never pegged him or, or thought about him as a guy like that. He, he's a coach, and he's going to go until, I don't want to say the end, but he's going to go as long as he wants to, and he, he's earned that right. Definitely has, and – you know, you know, if I had a short list of coaches that I would like to see take over once Pop does decide, number one on my list is Vinny Vincetta out of San Antonio. I think this guy named Vinny Vincetta has the chops to lead this new young Spurs to the next title. Come on, Vinny, throw your name in the hat. If if I if I did that, my goal would to be to call a timeout off the opening tip quicker than he did a couple of years ago. <laughs> Just trying to break all <laughs> break all his records like that. That'd be funny. <laughs> He is Vinny Vincetta, perhaps the next Spurs coach down the road when we get back. Uh, we're going to be asking a big question now, like, what do we learn about the Spurs to close the season? We're looking at that final week, uh, maybe those Austin games. Uh, Vinny's been hitting about it. He likes what he's seen out of these young kids. But there's something else that we need to learn 
about these Spurs as we now enter the offseason right here on Locked On Spurs. I want to talk to you about price picks. So what is price picks? Well, it's daily fantasy made easy. What you got to do is you got to pick two to six players. If they go on to score more or less their price pick projection, you go up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, boxing, disc golf, MMA, cricket, so much more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. So super easy. Safe and fast withdrawals currently op- operational in over 30 states and in Canada. So what you got to do right now is you want to download the Prize Picks app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users to get themselves a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code Locked On. You deposit $100, Prize Picks gives you $100. You give them $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Super easy. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Kins 5 TV. Follow him on Twitter at VVincetta right now. Ask him how difficult it was for him to carry all that power holding on to the, um, the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, because he, he searched for those stones, he found them all, he put them on that glove, and he just wrecked shop. They, they didn't need the Avengers. They just needed Vinny Vincetta to come and handle business. Thank You're a stud, Vinny. Vinny, so... To close the season, you know, they got a, a W. I know much of the chagrin of Spurs fans, but nevertheless, you know, they, they ended out on a good note. A W um, had an exciting time in Austin, uh, winning a loss, very thrilling game versus the Blazers. You know, saw a lot of development. You mentioned uh, Champagne, uh, was looking good, Barlow had himself some good outings. But now that we've exited out of this down season, did the Spurs leave you with any final thoughts, like any lasting? things you're going to be thinking about like, wow, they really did this well to close the season or, you know, there's, they're still bad. What, what, what was that feeling you were, the season left you with? Well, the first thing I learned uh, was something that uh, you have said every time I've been on with you. And that was everyone understood the assignment uh, as, as, as sad as sad as that is to say, everybody kind of got what was supposed to happen here, what was going on here. Um, And, and the injury report uh, game after game reflects that. Uh, but uh, now we can finally put that aside. Um, a couple of other things. Um, I really love uh, Malachi Branham. Um, mm-hmm. He almost has that perfect basketball body, um, silky smooth, love watching him play. He's got that kind of that wow factor, that that it thing. Um, really, really excited for his future. And then just to reiterate, I did talk about how uh, earlier, I, I think Trey Jones is the most improved spur, and you, you talked about how crowded the big man room might get. The same could happen um, or with guard play, depending on who the Spurs wind up with from this year's draft, uh, so we don't know about him. But those are three things that uh, really uh, stick out to me. I just It was such a bizarre season. It was such a bizarre experience to go through. Game after game, I would check on Twitter and look at the injury report. And, and mm-hmm. I, 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 I did my very best to never question because we were trying to understand what was happening here. Right. It was just, it was just something that was so fascinating to experience. I just never thought I would experience an NBA season where nobody's talking about why this is being done really for the record, but it was just sort of 
embraced and understood that this is who we are. This is what's going to happen this year. I'm glad no Spur or Popovich did a stupid mistake like Jason Kidd did by blatantly telling the media, oh, yeah, we're throwing these games. We're tanking because <laughs> my higher ups told me to do it. You know, that's just dumb. Like you do it on the down low. You <laughs> do it like with those injury lists. You even, put- even the, the San Antonio media even understood and really didn't press and push. Right. We even got what the assignment was. Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, you you put players in a position that maybe they can't handle it. Just think back to that game in New York City. You're putting a 19-year-old rookie, the ball in his hands to inbound the ball in a pressure cooker game in MSG of no places. And, oh, yeah, go ahead and handle it. You know, uh, so you do things like that, Jason. Get now, now, now the NBA is investigating him uh, and the Mavericks, excuse me. But, yeah, you know, for me, I learned that not to get attached to this roster. That because it's going to change, that you may see a Trey Jones not come back. You'd look, Vinny, Brian Wright has been aggressive since he's come on board. And wouldn't be surprised if you started hearing like rumors of, oh, Kelton Johnson's getting phone calls, you know, about the, you know, from about you know, interest in him or a demon of a sale. What is it going to take? You know, I think still, I think the mindset is still everybody's on the table to flip. I think that's mm-hmm. still the mindset going into this offseason because of how critical it is, and especially with that draft lottery slash NBA draft Vinny. I mean, if we learned anything, if we learned anything about Brian Wright, go back to last year. I mean, he is, yeah. uh, he, is he is in it to win it, and it's not personal. It is business. I mean, that is the motto that you can attach to Brian Wright. Yeah, I, I think you are spot on with your analysis there. Yeah, don't get yeah. any any attached on any level because everything is in play with Brian mm-hmm. Wright. Now, of course, are there there's some players that are close to a you know untouchable status slash a high sticker price? Yeah, your your Kelt is your your Dev is. I would throw Jeremy in there, but still, they're not the untouchable level like you know like Tim Timmy was or you right. know perhaps you know well, I don't know anymore. But as of right now, Luca, you know that 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 area. But yeah, you just gotta. Oh, by the way, Luka Doncic, everybody, not Luka Samanich, making it very clear. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, yeah, you know, I just that was the biggest thing I learned is like, you know, good young team, very solid, you know, players individually, collectively. It was still a little process, but still don't get attached to this because now the real season's begun for the Spurs. This is it. Now, now you should be having fun, Spurs fans. Now we're going to see what the Spurs are going to do with all that cash, with all that draft capital, with a 14% chance, one of the three highest chances to win the NBA draft lottery. Now we'll see what they're going to do. Now they're on the hot seat. Because I don't know about you, Vinny, but can you imagine another rebuilding season next year? This one was rough. No, I can't imagine another 22. And- I really can't. But I, I want to go back and make one more point about Brian Wright. Everything that he's done, you know, everything that maybe he's been criticized for is leading to right now, like you just said. Exactly. Now, now all of this is in play. Now they look to the future. Now they are ready to do business. Every, every move he has made has led to this point, and here we are. Everybody should sit back and watch and enjoy it and expect, expect good things to happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Spurs fans, you all should be expecting good things. They built up a, a tremendous war chest heading into this offseason. They have very contract-friendly 
contract players right now that they could possibly turn around. So we'll see. We'll be monitoring them right here on Locked On Spurs. I got to tell you, Vinny, yeah, there are times during this season I was checking out of games. Like the moment it was even a 10 point lead or deficit for the Spurs, I was like, forget it. I'll work on something else. Yeah, I'll just it was, check it out. Was, it was weird. It was, it was rinse and repeat time mm-hmm. again. I mean, the, 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 the same. I don't, I don't, what am I trying to say? The, the same way it was laid out on paper played out time and again, really rinse and repeat. It was just unbelievable. And I didn't watch uh, every game start to finish because like you just said, I would see it happening and I, I would move on to something else and then not be surprised when I saw the, saw the box score and read the recap uh, when the, when, when the night was over. Um, so yeah, I, I whew, it was just a, just a bizarre set of circumstances yeah. to watch a question. And, yeah, it was and remember, go ahead. I'm sorry. Remember, Remember, Spurs fans, the Houston Astros lost 100 games or so three seasons in a row to get to where they got, and that was winning World Series. So sometimes you got to suffer through some tough days to get back to the mountaintop, and I think we have suffered through, I would, I would say, the vast majority of those days, um, but the payoff is, is much closer than it was this time last year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But um, it's going to be a very interesting offseason. But as mentioned, myself, Vinny Vincetta, the rest of the Ken's 5 sports team will be having your back every step of the way. Uh, and also just to remind everybody, Lockdown Spurs will likely eventually start slowing down the regularity, not for a little bit. You know, definitely, you know, the lottery is going to be interesting. But uh, you will be expecting maybe not five times a week, maybe three to four as the offseason continues on. So just a heads up. Vinny, once again, we thank you for hopping on Locked On Spurs. I know you got stuff to do. You got your your work. You got to handle, uh, you know, Thanos. I know you got to do some cleanup work there. Uh, here, you, I hear you're also taking on Darth Vader. So, uh, whew, you got a lot of stuff. You got a lot of stuff on your plate there, Vinny. I'm stacked up. W- w- wish me well. Hope I get through it. <laughs> what you got cooking, by the way? I'm uh, going to be working on this a big story on the future of uh, UT RGV athletics and and uh, and, and football. Uh, we've had uh, three recent uh, state champions uh, here from Northside ISD with uh, Clark girls basketball, O'Connor softball, and Brandeis uh, volleyball. And more often than not, uh, San Antonio, they say, plays second fiddle to the powerhouse high schools in Dallas and Houston. So it's been nice to kind of put them in the back seat uh, for for a few stops and get San Antonio some state championships. We love that in the Alamo City, looking into that. And then we, we saw uh, that uh, UTSA baseball has an interesting, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to give away too much, but UTSA baseball has a really wonderful uh, bat person uh, that retrieves the bat uh, in between uh, in between hitters for their baseball team. So we're looking into that as well. And so we've got some fun stuff uh, coming up this uh, spring for sure. Make sure to follow Vinny on Twitter at VVinsetta right now. Uh, and, and you all get, definitely got to check out the uh, Vindog video. That that one is hilarious. <laughs> so check it out right now. Thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. The list goes on and on. And also on the Kins 5 Plus app. Second listen, check out Lockdown Game to Game NBA. Especially now with the play-in tournament starting today. Playoffs also starting as well. So check out Locked On Game to Game NBA. So for Vinny Vincetta, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.